Hey everyone, this is Nick Castle, better known as The Shake, and you are listening to the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast. Out of your consciousness, like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast, a horror podcast that knows if you're going to be a bear, be, be a grizzly. grizzly. No, Ben, no. My name is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And on today's episode, the Christmas celebration continues as we take a look into the wild and weird oddity that is 1989's Elves. And whether you've been naughty or nice, uh, you can listen into our show. Simply search for Nightmare Junkhead wherever podcasts are played. Hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, we'll download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your ninja troll hole. <laughs> and you can find us uh, ninja trolling out on social media. Uh, we're on Twitter at Nightmare Junk, and on both Blue Sky and Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead. But it is only on that book of face where we have an events tab, which leads to shenanigans and smoking shenanigans. <laughs> this episode is going to be releasing on Friday, December 15th. If you find yourself in the Kansas City area, head on over to screenland.com where they will have your smoking shenanigans taken care of indoors. And that is it. Mm-hmm. But honestly, while you're at Screenland, and yes, we have mentioned before. It's very much a haven for us, for anyone that is a fan of cinema, a nerd of any kind of sorts. But they just make you feel welcome. Mm -hmm. And it's especially for Genius and myself, we're very fortunate to be able to contribute over there. And every time we walk in, I don't know about you, but for me it feels like cheers. It feels great. Like we're the norm. Norm! Exactly, exactly. How how you living, Norm? Another day, day, another half dollar. (laughs) Like, what what do you say? He goes... uh, yeah, you know, life's just a uh, pack of dogs, and I'm wearing Alpo britches. That's the way it works. But I want to give a special shout-out uh, to both Micah and Roxy. As the other, actually, as of the day we're recording this, just last night, mm-hmm. uh, for our Friday Night Fright, uh, they were sporting some homemade, handmade, Nightmare Junkhead appreciation t-shirts. It was rad. It was great. It was perfect, too. Because I was having a shit day. I think it hit you right when you needed. Absolutely. It gave me a pep in the step. I was going to be like, hey, welcome to Video Drone. It was great. Well, yeah. we often mention the, uh, as we call them, the Screenland teens. Mm-hmm. Whether they're teenagers or not, just the youths. It's got a good ring to it, the Screenland teens. Sounds like a squad. Well, And that they are a squad. Yeah. They are kind of our gateway into what it's like to remember what it's like to be young genius well and they're also the, the gears that make the screen land go yes you know it's not just dongatron 3000 that's over there cranking <laughs> the gears it, it's like all the cool cats that work there and Listen. like you know it's just again it's it's really cool to know that like hey they dig shit that we do and the fact that we get to introduce like these cool movies to them too. That's the best part is the fact that they're fans yeah. and they legit love movies. They legit love being able to see them in the theater. And like you said, they are part of what makes Screenland so special mm-hmm. and why, again, it's a place I just feel very 
comfortable at. And as the socially awkward introvert, that's no gimmick. That is yeah. legit me. It's nice to just know I can let my hair down there. And everybody, and Screenland is just rad itself, and everybody is rad. But especially because of last night and all every Friday's nights, Roxy and Micah, you're fucking rad. Indeed, indeed. Now, it would be really rad, though, is if you head over to the Friday Night Fright tab. Yes. And the uh, Friday this episode is releasing, genius. <laughs> I'm People very, aren't ready. No, I am I think I'm ready mm-hmm. because I've seen bits and pieces of this film, mm-hmm. be it because I was a fan of The Daily Show back in the day. The Craig Kilborn days. But because I've sought out so much of it because of its reputation. Uh, but Ricky O, the story of Ricky, will <laughs> on be a first time. On, and I know that's going to be your first time seeing it on the big, on the big screen. screen. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't wait to see fifty foot mutants <laughs> and like people's head exploding, and then like just the copious amounts of blood. The so much. I blood. understand a lot of viscera. So much guts and gore, so much guts and gore, practical guts and gore. Now, very much looking forward to that, but then very much looking forward to next Friday Night's Fright. Hello. A Canadian Christmas tradition. It's undirty, isn't it? And (laughs) you know what? It was nice to be able to play that (laughs) snippet before brain damage. Uh, A little fellatio humor. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah, Bob Clark's Black Christmas is... Seminal. It's, It's... it's an important film in not only for genre, but for like, not only for the horror genre, not only for the Christmas genre, but probably for cinema in general. It's just so many archetypes, so many good things about this movie. The fact that it came so early, the fact that like it sets so many precedents, it's still, and speaking of prescience, it's still prescient uh. to this day with a lot of the messages that are going in there. And the fact that Bob Clark, we were talking off mic earlier today, the versatility of George Miller, how mm-hmm. he can make Happy Feet 2 and Mad Max Fury Road. But look at fucking Bob Clark. Yeah, oh. I mean, look at Bob Clark. He can make a boner jam with Porky's. He can make uh, and two Christmas holiday staples with uh, this one he, and a Christmas story. He did a buddy cop film in Loose Cannons. Right? Like, no, no, no. Yeah, I know I haven't watched that one in a while. So, But that is to say, he is super diverse. But even more so, if you haven't seen this movie, it is equal parts warm, equal parts cold, and so much of the Halloween aesthetic and slasher tropes but established. Christmas. Uh, and you're going to get schnackered. And John Saxon. And John Saxon. And Gene Charles says, check it out. Oh, I, you know what? I was even thinking about it. Like, I'll save it for the show, but I remembered the little, um, I'll save it for the night, but the the, uh, the uh, Billy Carroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Keep it to yourself. That one is quite gold. Uh, other repertory screenings that are going to be happening on the weekend of the 15th and another Christmas tradition we were just legit talking about. The performance of Beverly D'Angelo in um, Violent Night. Violent Night. Mm-hmm. Wonderful new flick. Uh, but of course, you know, Helen Griswold is, at least for me, I know growing up, I, and again, Christy Brinkley's great. She's amazing. But, but Helen Griswold, wow. Beverly D'Angelo is just my ideal, just this incredible, supportive, someone that just puts up with your shit. Yeah. And, and you know what? At the end of the day, that's all we can hope for. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's all we can hope for. But uh, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I saw that in the theater back in the day. Me too. I know for a lot of people, it's not Christmas until, you know. He slides down the parking lot on the greased up sled. And the shitter is full. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, another one that I was actually late to and another one that is very much on a lot of people's Christmas rotation is um, John Favreau, Favreau's Elf. I liked Elf. I saw that in the theater. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. And it's really fun to see with the crowd. I host my first time screening it was actually at a, an old Alamo. It's a hoot, isn't it? Day. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I can see why people enjoy it. From the director of Iron Man, from the director of The Mandalorian. He's found his niche. And again, mm-hmm. being that he was uh, that guy in mm-hmm. PCU, he's yeah. come a long way. Yeah. <laughs> he's come a long way. <laughs> now, also then happening uh, on Saturday, our ninth Christmas with the Nerds. And. It's time, kids. It's time to get festive. Grab your Santa hats. Grab your jingle bells. It's time, kids. Ho, ho, ho. Three sleazy movies coming up for you, all for your needs. It's time. Grab some toys for the kitties. We're we're grabbing toys to give to charity. So come on down. Christmas with the nerds. Have yourself a sleazy little Christmas. And it, it leans very much as a Nightmare Junkhead Christmas. Mm-hmm. Let's just say we'll give it away. We've got three horror films. Three horror we films. We usually go all around the genre, but... Three icky yeah. horror films. The beaded curtain <laughs> stays up throughout the night. It does not take a does not take a movie off yeah i'm very happy to say so i'm hoping you all to see all of you out there for that one because that is going to be a lot of fun uh so yeah hope to see you around being festive with the screenland film family but genius uh if we are talking film family a bellies we have also a little film family hanging at patreon mm-hmm. and if they're uh, on the i've seen that tier or above uh, they're going to be able to hear our thoughts on what I am at this point right now saying. You're shooting your shot. Is probably my favorite horror film of the year, and that is uh, Godzilla minus one. The movie was cool. It was very very cool. I got I got it. I'll give it a shot. Well, and that is to say, we had two definite different experiences when it came to viewing this film. It was almost Werewolves Within. It was. It was exactly. Werewolves, within. which is another one I got to get. Me in December, new horror. What's up with that? Got an interesting track record with What's that, except with that? for except for Advent Calendar. Although you had your beef with that as well. Well, yeah, because I had the lack, of, lack beef. of beef. But I think because that was a home viewing, I guess like you know, I can sit there and vent. Well, I will seriously. Do- I mean, okay, I'm, I can go on another ten minute t- tirade. But it- let's just say, I like I like a few things. I'm a very simple man. If I'm promised Monster Dong. I expect Monster Dong. Now, and that is to say, there's no Dong hung in Godzilla because technically that would be Monster Dong. Monster Dong. Mm-hmm. But the only thing really that was hung were the tears in this case because I cried quite a bit with this one. A very emotional journey. Uh, now, for access to that and so much more, head on over to patreon.com slash nightmarejunkhead where I will say here in the new year in January, we are kicking off with uh, a nice buffet of all of our premium content. Mm-hmm. Uh, international. <laughs> yeah, it's actually going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Now, <laughs> some of them don't know about fun, but we're going to have a ball. Well, and I, it's what I, when we've, we were talking about how life has become so much easier since we started putting together programmed months. Mm-hmm. Uh, months built around themes, and especially here in December, typically stay when we can in the holiday horror and Christmas and seasonal. There's been a movie on the horizon, on the radar. Reputation. 
a loaded with reputation. We just came off of a week a ago. A movie with reputations. A genre of a reputation. But mm-hmm. the reputation this movie holds, its seed was planted and cultivated over a number of years at this point, which is the best part. Because every time the holiday season comes around, in the back of my head, I'm thinking about this movie. The only reason that this movie was planted there, and a movie like this, especially if we're talking about, you know, little underlings, Santa's little helpers, mm-hmm. we need another little helper here. Absolutely, to be a functioning member of the society that we're <laughs> in, because, you know, the North Pole. Embargo lifted. Embargo lifted. There's there's consequences and repercussions for said Christmas actions. You're on the naughty list. Yeah. I, in fact, I think at one point when we were watching this film, I made Prince. I was like, you know, I told him I'm sorry the second a particular thing entered. And there was no apology issued except for, well, I haven't seen this in a while. Embargo lift. So you know our next guest as the uh, president of the Kansas City Film Critics Circle. You can read his bylines over at thepitchkc.com. Um, he is a member of our film family, a, a friend at heart. We love him to death, Adrian Torres. Can you blow me where the Pampers is? <laughs> I, had to, I had to bring it back to Faro for a second because I'm I'm over here making sure to be quiet. But you mentioned Bob Clark, and the one that I always bring up to everybody that uh, not so much like this film because mm. it's it's more readily available than that. But everybody wants to talk about where Bob Clark, you know, fell off a cliff or you know his great things in the past but everybody forgets to mention murder by decree and that's one that i like to to mention a lot because it's a sherlock holmes movie what it's a sherlock holmes movie where sherlock holmes convinces watson that they need to look into the jack the ripper murders and not only that but sherlock holmes himself is played by christopher Plummer, and watson is played by james mason Oh. I would say you do. Yeah, yeah, I've only recently become aware of a few James Mason flicks, like especially back in the day, James mm. Mason. But this is Bob Clark directed. Bob Clark directed. Ah, he is, and that's we were we were even talking about looking into doing month long looks into a number of filmmakers. Yeah, because even like four hundred episodes in, there are still so many movies we haven't done actual proper episodes about yeah you know we're constantly talking about them but even looking into someone's filmography like this that's there's the bob there's the clark the cronenbergs the cravens the carpenters Mm -hmm. the hard c's yeah that you could do a year's worth well i mean even like way 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 back in the day when i was trying to to cut my my hand doing um writing on my own And, and we're talking like over a decade ago like when when I was first catching the bug and stuff like that was I had a v- very small blog that I was doing where I would try to, my idea was that every single day was going to be uh, the same genre. So Monday was always going to be like action, mm-hmm. you know, Tuesday, this, that. And I looked into it and I was like, we know of a couple uh, Sherlock Holmes stories and we only can think of like one or two Sherlock Holmes movies. And I looked into it and I was like, well, I can do in like an entire week of just uh, Sherlock Holmes movies because of so many different types. And it's, it's you're talking about not only directors, but then just the different types of films that you have coming under the, that brand. That That's why I wanted to mention Murder by Decree. It's it's not like a slasher horror film necessarily, but it's still you've got Bob Clark but, tackling, you know, 
Jack the Ripper and Christopher Plummer. Exactly. Forget so, it. Yeah, you've sold me on that one. Yeah. So definitely check that that one out. Well, I, I always like bringing something. And then also when I know that I've done something bad, which again, genius. I'm <laughs> I'm very sorry. I forgot that there was animal trauma in this movie because it's been like seven years since I've seen this film. Yeah, let's go into, uh, before we go into it, we'll give our Yelp review on this one. Uh, there is definitely a Yelp review required. <laughs> and what was the craziest part of this Yelp review, and we did not plan this by any means, but the fact that we talked inside last week, mm -hmm. which contains... A lot of cat trauma right? in the Christmas tradition. This movie, and while last week it went by quickly, the cat trauma. <laughs> right. It was just like, oh, no, poor kitty. This one was so bad. It lingers. It inspired a walkout. I had to get up. I'm like, I need a little bit of, I need to breathe on this I one. haven't seen something this bad since <laughs> Death, Death Game. I'm sitting there with my, <laughs> with my kitty, one of my kitties, and next thing you know, horrific shit happens, and I'm like, okay. Hold on. I'll be back. <laughs> if I'm going to have a good time with this movie, because that was mean. That was mean spirit. Oh, we'll, 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 get, we'll get into it. We'll let, we'll let you, you know, do your, your, your intro to the film so we can dive in, because this, well, is, this is a head scratcher. But if anything, though, Adrian, and I think one of the things I've loved in terms of what you bring, not only to the show, but to our friendship in general, <laughs> is not only a wealth of knowledge over a number of different films, but introducing us to a number of different films, for better or worse, especially him in particular and his reactions to said <laughs> films. Uh, just, of course, recently watching Blood Rage. That is still one yeah. of my all-time favorite first-time viewings. But the thing with you know the Bob Clark Sherlock Holmes, of course, that's what you're <laughs> going to be bring to the show, to eventually what I will have on the I've Seen That feed down the line. Yeah. I've been, you know, just clawing through a number of filmmakers uh filmographies but a movie like this this is the one <laughs> that ever since we started hanging out you're just constantly saying hey you should check this one out you should check this one out but it was elves in particular and it was i remember your first time kind of telling us about it who was in it what it consisted of a lot of you didn't tell us you just said there were moments in this movie <laughs> that, that were crazy that you're going to react right you are gonna have some sort of visceral reaction of oh that's weird that's uncomfortable but you're going to react yes mm -hmm. so in terms of getting it started since you're the genesis of this <laughs> do you remember your initial interaction with 1989's elves see the weird thing is is i don't i don't remember how i stumbled on it um, and this is way, way, way back in back in the day when I was doing a uh uh starting out on a podcast in 2016 with my my good buddy uh, Scott Daly, and he wanted to do like a Christmas one, and and so I looked at and when we were doing that show, the the whole idea was that we had to do like the worst of the worst. We didn't want to do you know, the ones that everybody knew, you know, we wouldn't, didn't want to be on that feed. We wanted to, if we were looking at like IMDb, it had to be something that had like below a two and stuff. And when you were looking at like <laughs> horror, when well, you were... only, only the best of the worst. Exactly. Well, is this where you're, you know, the, the man that no movie can kill moniker came from? I, I mean, it would, I think it was before that. I mean, to this day, there's only been one movie that I've like stopped. I, uh, when, when I've had issues with like, there was a famous movie, uh, years ago that it was a uh, Lords of Chaos that there was a moment where like they didn't 
they didn't have the precursor that hey there is oh. you know a, a big suicide in here and so i i left the theater for a minute and then i stood by the side like at the in in alamo or not the alamo the Screenland, it was at the very bottom of the steps, like but on mm-hmm. the side by the railing, and I mm-hmm. stood there and I watched the rest of it. There was only one movie that I've ever stopped and not finished, that it doesn't matter how mad a movie is, I will sit there and watch yep. it. When everyone else says, stop what you're watching, for whatever reason <laughs> that is, I'm like, no, I need I need to soldier on. And, and it's it's part of something that, even if I see a really bad movie, I try to find that the positive yeah. in it. And it, for something like That's, this, it's easy to find things to enjoy. But it it, yeah. it literally it was I found this movie that was on some people's list that were like, if you're ever able to find elves, you know, look it up. And then you start doing research, and you're like, there's there's nothing on this movie. <laughs> there's it's on it's on VHS, but at the time it cost like fifty dollars to get a VHS, and I'm like, well, no, but I want to want to find this movie and i'm not somebody who's going to be like go on to youtube to, mm-hmm. to watch a movie because you know we we want to support all the different you know boutiques that are physical out there media, of course. right right, right absolutely but but you can't get it yeah. but if you, it's not there how can you exactly it? and so I, I watched it and was just like this is something special <laughs> this is something different this is That's something easy. It's different is is a good word. Exactly, it's something that 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 sticks with you when you see it. And I was like, I have to tell more people about this. I need I need there to be because this is. I I think there's lots of times that when new movies come out, we're quick to be like, this is a cult movie. Mm-hmm. But you have to have that cult built up around the movie. Mm-hmm. Elves is a cult film. <laughs> It's not available. Not everybody knows about it. You have to go through the hoops to watch it on YouTube. You have to have somebody suggest it or fall upon a podcast like this that makes <laughs> you go, what's this movie that I need to check out? So this, by definition, is a cult film that you want to tell people about to grow that cult. Well, when mm-hmm. we were putting together this month's list of movies to talk, it was one of those when I even was I was like I knew knew from the beginning I, I come in peace. Uh huh. Inside was a definite because yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. But especially this one because of the seeds you talked so many years ago. (laughs) Like this is one you have to experience. I and we were lucky enough. We went to college with the Ghoulies Mm -hmm. on that one way back in the day. So that is to say, our little collaborations, the suggestions, (laughs) have borne wonderful fruit. And I'd like to think this one has been fermenting. And sitting for quite some time and <laughs> bearing the fruit now in the month of December of 2023, because holy shnikes, it's a fruit cake because like <laughs> it's bizarre There's stuff in here that I didn't anticipate seeing. In fact, no, we were talking about like if you were to nerd knowledge trailers for this, even beforehand, you're like, hey, let's watch some weird elf trailers of movies. We're like, that's great. <laughs> So I'm sure for you in the back, you're like, you know, it'd be a good one. Yep. Chinatown. What? No, stop that. You're weird. Get out of here, Adrian. But the further we went into this movie, 
the weirder it got, the more the like more bizarre, the more levels and layer. It's like not quite an onion with levels and layer, but like mm-hmm. you peel off the levels and layer of the onion, and the next thing you know, you have an avocado, and you're like, wait, how did this happen? Then you start digging more into the avocado, and the next thing you know is a tomato, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so next thing you know, you have enough of this weird ass salsa that's gonna make like this Christmas dish of terribleness. Because like full disclosure, <laughs> this is a good movie, but it's not a good movie. Like, well, and that is when we lean into the positivity. I, I think everyone involved here had a great time with it. Yes, cannot recommend enough. It comes with major Yelp from the get go. Mad Yelp. And now this is the time to talk about the Yelp because okay, we're in full on spoiler territory. So before we go into spoiler territory, just a bare bones plot of it. Um, Dan Haggerty, who you might no. know as uh, Grizzly Adams, listen. We have to talk about age of demarcation all the time. No, Ben, no. <laughs> that is the reference. If you if you listen to our Nope episode on Patreon, you know that was where the monstrosity really reared its ugly head. Yep. But Dan Haggerty, mm-hmm. there's an entire generation, an entire listenership out there that have no idea who that guy is. Yes. However, there are those <laughs> of us that... There, we are three all... bearded dudes yep. here on this show. We probably have all been called Grizzly Adams at, at some one point. One time or another. But growing up, knowing that if you're one with nature, you're a Grizzly Adams character. Right. A Grizzly you're out, Adams type. out there living in the wilderness, you know? And I Wrestling bears. <clears throat> Here's the thing, though. But you want Grizzly Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kevin Smith. I've never seen... One episode. Oh, okay, good. good. I just know oh, of yeah. it. Of course. Okay. I yeah. just know of it. I mean, like, because I... It is totally before our generation. Well, yeah. I know that I've flipped the channels and came across it before, and I'm like, I don't want to see some old fucking with a bear, right? <laughs> Flip, right? Because, I mean, you know, oh, Gilligan's Island, right? Because when you only had, like, oh, the yeah. nine channels that we had, four, five, nine, sixty-two, nineteen, forty-one, 1941, you know? Limited. Right? Yeah. Nope. Nope. Let's see the next dial. Oh, Benny Hill. So, like, <laughs> but I have never seen him. I never sat down and watched an entire episode, Grizzly, but no, I've known of Grizzly Adams and Dan Haggerty. And Dan Haggerty. Now, admittedly, I, I don't think I've seen Dan Haggerty in anything else movie wise. Oh, he's, well. I mean, he's, he's, he he's, looks like Santa. He's a, he's a, he's a cult figure. There was a, I made a Jan Michael Vincent. Ooh comment uh during during the film but that that's the school that he was in that lots of those uh action you know b d t v movies mm-hmm. he would show up in that time but again it was because of because he was grizzly adams, grizzly that, adams. That, that people knew that hey there's going to be people who know that name we can do it where i think there's an entire generation that's probably seen weird stuff like Mind Trap and several other movies that, <laughs> you know, that are on the the the, the B exploitation. Oh, yeah. Um, t- type level that that's where and Haggerty might be known more to people. Well, he looks like a human mountain of trussle because like he's just a big trussly looks like he looks would be in. He looks like he could be Roz Dower's dad. Roz Dower. Roz Dower. This whole. It's that's a the final sacrifice. It's an old mystery science theater episode movie. I haven't seen that one. Oh, oh man, it's it's, it's one of the best. Okay. It's, it's it's yeah. It's it's one of the best Mr. Three K episodes. But it's one of those where there was a, a like a rights issue with it, so like you can't find it actually, on its actually. own now. But yeah, Rouse Dower is is uh, the Canadian um, Chussley Chussley Denim on Denim. 
Um, he's where he's ta- a, rocking the tuxedo, the Tennessee tuxedo, yeah, drinking, drinking all the time and everything. Well, and that's that's another subgenre of horror where our hero is a beer swilling. I mean, I don't want to say every man because this guy is not an every man. No, he's no, like, no, no, no. He first of all, he's having a really rough day with his trailer being gone. He's losing his job, everything. So he's already like kind of nada ish from uh, uh, they live, but. He looks like Dan Haggerty, a mountain man of Chussel. <laughs> and everywhere this man goes, he is smoking so okay. much. Yes. This is the other weird connective tissue <laughs> from the cat trauma to the all the people smoking in inside. I didn't think they could top the amount of people that were smoking when we did with inside. And we were in France. Right. And holy shnikes, all by himself. Yeah. With a full pack. Carton. Carton. Right? Of camels. My God. We were shocked when he wasn't smoking in this film. And we're talking he is going indoors. He's going to universities. He's going yep. to the library. He is not without a cigarette. And it was comical to a point <laughs> where I know at least we're genius. And I, every time he would show up and scene with a cigarette, we laughed. Because he would come into the point where I'm like, wow, you can't even smoke indoor. And nobody would call him out until the very end. You can't smoke indoors. He's like, okay. And then he walks around, keeps on smoking. But he apologized to her. He goes, oh, I didn't I didn't know. I'm, I'm sincerely sorry. Thank you for your help. And turns around and takes another long drag. Basically saying, fuck you and your rules. I'll smoke where I but want. Yes, I, I will, because because I, we're getting off track because of everything, but I'll, I'll try to sum it up. So Dan Haggerty is a former cop who lost his job because of alcoholism, became a mall cop, lost his job also because of alcoholism, and then because of a tragedy that occurs in this movie, he becomes a mall Santa after being sober for we're guessing like one month because he mentions that he just got a a chip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't know for how long, but he ties into it because there are uh, girls that we meet at the very beginning who dub themselves the Sisters of Anti Christmas. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, and they're performing a séance in the middle of the woods mm-hmm. because they didn't get good gifts the year before. Even though they also say that because uh, too commercialism has become too capitalistic and now it doesn't have the true spirit of Christmas. Yep. Plus, we didn't get what we wanted, so fuck them. I guarantee you, the and, sisters of anti-Christmas have a philosophy, and yeah. they're That's horny, they're dangerous. They're horny, and they are horny. But they they meet out in the woods because they want to to try to do some type of ritual so that the world ends up coming their way. And our our lead. Kirsten ends up cutting her hand. Kirsten or Kirsten, or or the Depending correct answer is time. C. Both, both. Le- both. And, and remember that the correct answer is C. Both, because like for everything, we'll throughout. get into that. Yeah, throughout. but but she cuts her 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 hand, and a drop of blood ends up hitting the ground, and we see this little claw little come come up the ground for our for our for our elf. Even though it's a movie that's called Elves, Elves. I was and. Anticipating more than one has right. the title. Yes. However, anticipation. <laughs> the anticipation was there because of the reputation of this film. And at this point, if you're like, yeah, it sounds fairly tame, elves, grizzly Adams, horny teens, cool, whatever. I've probably seen that. Yeah, we all have. Yeah. But like you said, with the weird christmas concoction that they've cooked at this point with all the weird variety of ingredients they threw everything at the fan everything Everything. so i and i don't and this is one of those things again where to start but as 
But we're, both, but, we're both coming in first time viewings, right? Yes. Genius. Yeah. So let's start with their character. We already talked a little <laughs> bit our, about our downtrodden chussel man mountain mm-hmm. of a hero. Okay. So we need our uh, lead female Kirsten. Kirsten, the answer is C. And she's just a, not your typical team because she's working at this uh, weird. Remember back in the day when like there used to be a snack bar in a Kmart? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you'd have the snack bar in the big department store. So Grand she's, days. Right? So she's working one of theirs. And she goes home. And she has, well, at first I thought, man, her home life is fucked up. But then it gets <laughs> worse. So her, not stepmother, they made it a point to say her mother. And that comes into play. Remember, the answer is C. Um, <laughs> that comes into play later. She's like, where were you? I was working. That's a lie. I'm going to take all your money. And I'm like, what? can't do that she's going to no. drain her savings account the fuck i can't and then here comes the grandfather rolling in kirsten what are you doing where are you going slaps the shit at her twice twice the first time was for sneaking out and the second time was and for lying for what she was about to say and it's at that point when the slap occurs that i think i know with at least genius and myself were like oh like, god damn <laughs> this is that kind of film and the entire time Adrian's sitting behind us, probably soaking. Actually, no, Silent. you weren't necessarily soaking it in because I know a lot of it was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, no, the, the, when, she, when it comes to her home life, that's something that that's Sticks always stuck with me because we're, we're talking about within the first five minutes. Oh, she goes home. She gets slapped. She has uh, her mom say that she's going to take all her money. We've got her her brother. And then she goes to take a shower. Yes. And then she goes to take a shower. She And it, it's not gratuitous yet. We do see boot. Booty, but um, there's the brother, a the pervy, pervy, foul mouthed. He is he's checking off every list of a, a character that at least I know for you you can appreciate. See, normally it's cool when he's like perving on somebody else. Not saying like, not saying it's good to perv on somebody, but fucking pervy foul mouthed kids. They're funny. <laughs> they're funny, right? And when they're perving on like, oh, oh the babysitter's next door. Oh, she's taking her for bra, right? But we like, saw Tommy Jarvis, right? And and but you know. it's one thing to be pervy on your sister and then your response stop being a perv and your response is ha whatever you got huge tits and i'm gonna tell everybody like get over here fuck you make me right and i think again that made me a giggle because like first of all (laughs) the foul mouth kid kind of took away from the creep factor because like not took away from it but he's very part of the package calls back to the little brother night of the demons Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm and um, the little brother, uh, uh, just one of the guys. Oh, yeah, buddy. Buddy. Woo. Just being a little Walking creep. lawsuit. Right? <laughs> but it's funny. But then I was like, wow, it's that kind of family. And little, well, little, 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 little did we know later on. Talking about, again, seeds that are uh, planted early on. <laughs> but then it's punishment for, like, no, it was punishment for her friends getting, like, offed, wasn't it? The cat? No. Oh, no. It no. was literally the cat comes in and saves her from oh. the elf. That initial yeah. elf. Well, what we thought was an assault, possibly. What well, what is this, an assault? Yes. B- but, because um, the, the, the brother we hear is screaming. And then because animatronic wise, this is one of those cases where they're like, okay, we've got an upper torso and then we've got a lower half. So it's literally like hovering over his, his body in the bed, looking like he's like going to vomit on him or something. And. I'd like to say this is a very real elf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actual light is bouncing off something that is real, which is nice. And yeah. to me, it gave it, gave it a lot of that charm and a little bit of camp factor. But there's a couple times, though, where 
he's reacting and he's in the background somewhere that's kind of genuinely creepy. He's like, eh. But he's, there's a lot, copious amounts of elf POV. <laughs> oh, weird, like, pervy De Palma-esque. Yeah, I yeah. Called, called I, I, I mentioned that it, it basically looked like they were, that elf vision was brought to you by De Palma's leftover Vaseline stash. But it looks and feels like early 90s Canadian TV sci-fi. I you can know see what I'm that. talking about? Yeah, they, it's very specific, very yeah. early 90s. Like, yeah. oh, no, what are we going to do? And the werewolf vision, let's just shake the camera and distort it a little bit. Like, we just got this new thing called computers, and they are state of the art. But, like, again, it's a good movie, but it ain't a good movie. No. So, like, all the shaking going on, we don't know who's going Oh. Everything just escalates from bad to worse for all parties involved, the elf included. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, the, the elf is over him. Uh, he screams. Agamemnon, the cat, comes in for Save saves it. Because you see the elf run across the room, throw up in the window, and jump out. Mm -hmm. And Kirsten comes in, and then her mom's mom's there and is like, What's going on? And he goes, It was it was a little a little midget, ninja, midget ninja gremlin. troll. Ninja yeah. troll. A fucking ninja, ninja troll. troll. And they oh, see and that meanwhile, this is and this ninja troll is actually the second ninja occurrence we have because the first time when the brother's peeping on him, he's wearing like a full bodysuit of like the ninja, ninja turtles, turtles without the, the mask. turtle onesie. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. but yep. they see that he's got a uh, like a cut on his shoulder, and the mom automatically blames Agamemnon for mm -hmm. doing it, and so she, in the moment that destroyed genius decide that she's going to so here's what she does get her comeuppance here's what she does and this is our major yelp review and i'm going to try and sugarcoat it as best as i can for like those of you who don't want to hear about trauma kitties but she she um and she grabs the kitty puts it in a sack loving drugs mind it. you no she drugs it first with its food oh yeah oh, God, right. oh. she drugs it with his food puts it in a sack goes into the restroom and you hear toilet flushes and you see things that you shouldn't want to see and it's it's bad but the worst part about it is the worst fucking part about say it, it is say it the cat says no the cat's saying no the whole time when the, she puts him in the sack the cat goes no now i'm like oh no right and then when she's putting him in the toilet the cat's like no no and i'm like it, no and it doesn't cut away no and that is why 14 minutes in the film was paused. Genius walked away, said, I need to have a cigarette. <laughs> and as Adrian like said, what was he saying? The cat said no. no. As he was walking and storming. The cat said no. This, that was, was the worst part about it. It, it. I was, was fake cartoon. Like, and like I was that. so afraid <laughs> that you were going to have a moment where we lost you. Like where this movie's done. Because like mentioned, the second the cat showed up in our film. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and I turned, and that's why I said, hey, do you remember when I... I almost like was a way to say, hey, Adrian, maybe you should go ahead and just say, I'm sorry, genius. But then it gets worse because later on she buries the cat, okay? Yes. Oh. Yep. Then here comes the elf. Goddamn elf. The elf digs up the cat and just starts gnawing down on the cat and then uses the cat to, like... Weird window art. Window break. Like, hey, look at me. I got your cat. Ow. And I'm like, what the fuck? What kind for, of movie is this? For everything that's not explained in the movie, later on when they try to explain away the elves, he'll eat they, anything. they do mention that he'll, he'll eat, eat anything. anything. There's a moment where we thought bugs were coming into, like, pre-coital, uh, you know, whatever Don't fuck with elves, man. Oh, yeah, now just... <laughs> And you said it. What kind of movie is this? This movie 
goes places that yeah. you're not anticipating. And as much fun as and we got you back in. So mm-hmm. we managed to after the cat trauma, we got Genius back on board, and thankfully things kept escalating in such a weird wild Art, Art way. Art Deco boobs helps. Art Deco boobs. Yes. Which well, but literally one of like the like, third or fourth line in the movie <laughs> is I dreamed those Art Deco boobs. <laughs> and they they come back to play. These art they become a plot point. They become a major plot point. But but if you want, you know, a moment inside the mind of Genius McGee, which is what half oh, of of careful. these episodes are are about, he left because there was cat trauma. But he was brought back in by Nazis. <laughs> I hate those guys. And that's where I knew of said Nazis. Okay, I knew that's part of the weirdness of the movie. I was like, okay, yes. I'm anticipating them. When they come into play, and even like the grandfather himself, I mean, you're just like from the get go. Well, he's a very Doctor Strange lovish in a way. Well, even before that, when the girls are trying to make their uh, sisterhood of the traveling pants or the anti Christmas one, right? Where they're like, we're because we're girls and we're the master race. And I'm like, well, you probably shouldn't say that in any context like that. They even mentioned the masters without slaves bit, right? I get it. No, I don't get it. Yeah, you're right. Again. And I'm like, okay. Oh, so many weird like, things. Come on now, man. There's got to be not. If it sounds like a Nazi, it's got to be a Nazi. So, but, oh, but, but like, as in, in the immortal words of Billy Mays, but wait, there's more. Well, and that's where it. <laughs> see, see, the, and, and trying to explain for the people who haven't seen the movie, like, after you watched it, once and you're immediately trying to recall it or you've watched it several years later like trying to wrap your head around how to explain things isn't isn't really easy because it jumps from scene no, to scene no. the movie for a period of time becomes chopping mall because yes. the girls decide that they're going to for whatever reason they're going to stay overnight in the department it, store that's called golems go- yes once again going with nazis and stuff mm-hmm uh, but, but by the way, Chad, we're gonna watch the keep eventually. We promise. You can you can really easily sum up this movie in one sentence. Um, when there's no more room in hell, the elves will walk the earth. We represent the uh, estate of Romero. <laughs> right. What is that? <laughs> there was so many. There was so that many. Like, Your Honor, we represent movie. the state of because there was. Your Honor, we represent the state of John Williams because there was a bum bum bum. Normally, in John Williams is like bum 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 bum. Bum 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 bum. Right there's cadence, there's flow. And this one, ba bum, ba bum, ba bum, ba bum, ba bum, ba bum. And and you can hear it on Terravision. Ter- yeah, Terravision cassette tape. Yep. Go on to to Terravision, which is still the amazing thing. You can't buy right. this movie. But a place like Terravision has a double <laughs> LP vinyl of the movie or the cassette tape or an enamel pin of the the elf himself wearing a Christmas hat, which that's no joke because there is it a is, moment yeah. in the department store where Building before he murders it. somebody, he he decides to put on that. And we, we talked about, you know, the meanness towards animals and stuff. The elf is mean, too. The The first person that he offs is is the the former uh, mall Santa oh, that Dan oh, Haggerty oh, takes oh. in. Okay, so so oh, can we talk about that? Let's Santa? talk about yeah. let's talk about that Santa. Woo! If he doesn't, if he's not getting coke in his beard, <laughs> he's like getting the most sexually harassed of all. I believe it is. Santa said oral. 
Right? Oh, this dude, pervy Santa. It just, you're, you're, as you said, all these people, you're begging for the comeuppance. And sure enough, we, he gets the the mangled dick, the Nightmare Junkin mangled dick seal of approval because he gets just eviscerated in his testicles. And now, stick, 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 stick. it should be noted, more theater of the mind. A lot of it yeah. was occurring off screen, but you, you hear it. You can imagine it. But you also see, see him in literally the, like, getting stabbed in and, the and dick no, four no, times. But you don't hey, see guys, dick up and running around. No, I couldn't see it. Because, <laughs> yes. granted, we were on YouTube. However, let's just say, Kenny Carmack, I appreciate all the work you put into this. But Dean Cundy, the Dean Cundy-esque shots we got last week in Inside Genius. You, you mean King Dundee? <laughs> it was... It was rough. Fucking Joey Pants is looking at the movie going, it's fucking dark in here. And you, from the get-go, you had mentioned. There's going to be some stuff that's hard to see. Yeah. So that I have to imagine then that was one of those things that was a standout in terms of the stuff that you did remember because yeah, throughout oh yeah. the film, it was tough. Well, and I, mean, I wanted that, to see everything because I was having so yeah. much fun with it. You, you have some trouble seeing exactly like where he's getting stabbed, but... For the rest of the movie, when we're inside his little green room where Dan Haggerty gets changed, they leave the chalk outline oh of the body. The entire time. Get back to work. Yeah, but there's like the, still the dead body. Get back to work. Like, ah. And he talks to it at one point. He's talking to it because he says it's his only friend. And he that's what he has. The, the, the it was his Zappa line. Zappa? It was. <laughs> it was but he has like, the. the uh, Santa Zappa, use my only friend. Basically, because when his first day on the job, he has a kid uh, piss on his lap. So he goes and wipes himself off. And they have probably your, the best shot uh, of it. And I, I, I've got a gift that I put out of it. Several posts. Because he's, it literally goes from him wiping his crotch to uh, the, the chalk outline on the ground. But he says, well, I guess first you're Santa and then he die. <laughs> I think there's a little bit Ma of a Merry Santa Christmas. on all of us. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Makers of bad Santa. But... um. <laughs> You've got the Nazis who are chasing them in the department store. The extended shootout sequence. Yeah. That you want to talk about, you know, a gun store that's not peck and paws Be from Chopping Mall. Because the Nazis kill more people than the, the, than actual, the elf? actual elf himself. Because, like, for oh, the most man. of the time, he's hanging out on the shelf waiting for people to come, like, and scare people. And meanwhile, the Nazis are going around blowing people away in elevators. Yeah, that shot was fairly where we're like oh your honor we represent the estate of chuck connors <laughs> oh that sequence <laughs> yeah that's the one that got you greg yeah and that was a genuine like oh like good job elves that was a nice little fright well, where can i find the occult section it's over in 666 and it's like <laughs> well and dan haggard funny ain't you shut up and again smoking in library <laughs> yes it's it's unreal the amount that he smoked throughout this film i'm going to come back to this time and time again because it made me laugh every goddamn time oh yeah because we saw him when he when he goes into the library the first thing he asks is he goes i remember a book from when i was in college, college. about uh what is it a cult of runes symbols. symbols symbols it's on the occult section 666 when he bursts into that dude's house and they're having dinner Oh, he's oh. smoking. Not even don't mind him. I need you to tell me some answers. I'm surprised oh. he didn't put out his cigarette. I'm like, I wanted the kid's food. Oh, man, the kid. So that. Yeah, that's th this. We're talking about things that stick with you. <laughs> and this movie out of all the of filmdom 
has a moment that is stuck in my mind because it doesn't need to be in there. <laughs> it shouldn't exist. You could easily. I'm guessing that it's a budgetary thing and they just sure. didn't have time to reshoot the scene. But when he's talking to this guy who's actually explaining, hey, oh, this is what's going on with the elves. This is how the elves came to be, how they're tied into the Nazis and everything. There's. The guy's no, two little daughters. Got, no, before we even get to that, he's got to go to another professor. Another professor. That professor. So, yes. like, so there's not even like one professor with. It's not one professor exposition. Multiple. It's got multiple, multiple professor expositions. But the 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 second one who's at his home has two daughters who are who are sitting there in their chairs, and while while they're discussing everything, the girls are there. One of them goes, picks up. A spare, rib, <laughs> a spare rib takes it and pokes the other girl in the face and then puts it back. It's wonderful. It's and then the next scene actually she's even like throwing. She stuff. throws something in, so in the lab. Like if they yeah. had to write that in and go, yeah, we can't get that out, so let's do something weird. The yeah, next she thing. throws something else, and then the dad even goes, "I thought I told you not to throw things at each other." No, he's probably pissed off, and that's probably off camera. I mean, that's like real. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's, that's why that's why that that's why it feels kids. authentic. That's why that scene just feels real because he's in there. I thought I told you to cut it out. They actually anyway, broke into somebody's happened? house. <laughs> they broke into somebody's house, and they're like, "I know you're doing family dinner, but do you want to act in a scene with Dan Haggerty for sure. a minute?" Sure. And then he's like, "The problem with the elves, if you don't understand, I told you to cut it out. You need to stop. You need to quit." Well, the problem with the elves is that we need to stop and fight them. <laughs> well, what I like though is the fact that he gives us just exquisite exposition. Oh yeah, yeah. Two. Two Basic of variations yes. of what the elves are. One is his personal favorite. Because but, it mixes the occult with science fiction and magic. Basically, and the idea is that the elves were somehow engineered via the Nazis to become a perfect assassin. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, I can that see was that. A, a little, little kill squads that because they're magic, they're <laughs> invulnerable and, and can't be killed. And they mm-hmm. eat anything. So and they, eat, they, they eat can live off, live off the land. Yeah. Eat things that would make a billy goat puke the all around. Second, the se- second description he says is that they they were part of, of Nazi eugenics experiments yep. who oh. were going to uh, go about to help create the master race. And at first, when everybody's like, well, that doesn't that doesn't really make sense. What are you going to do with a whole bunch of elves? And Dan Haggerty mentioned s- several minutes later, he's like, that, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you have an army of elves? And he goes, no, if you have... The, the product of this, you got elves, but then if you have a human and an elf copulate, then you get something else. You get the Book of Revelations! If you live till tomorrow, <laughs> read the Book of Revelations, because what you'll see will not be an elf. It'll be the Antichrist! So we got Nazis and Antichrist. Which, which he says, uh, one of the other Nazis tells the girl that he's not going to hurt her because they need her and that they should rejoice because from her, the new master race shall rise. As we've, we come to find out, and this is the elements of, and I'm pretty sure, Adrian, when you were talking about those moments where you, where you react. And you're worried about other people in the room because you realize <laughs> you haven't watched this movie in seven years. And you go, oh, oh. wait. <laughs> it's when you realize that she is indeed a vessel and you find out how that vessel was created. A perfect and- blood of pureness. And when this movie does veer into the Chinatown territory, when you have that revelation. Well, she's already having a bad day. First, she finds out. First, everybody, all of her friends die. Second of all, her cat gets killed. Then, while she gets slapped by her family. Multiple times. Then, after her Almost by her employer. Exactly. After she's getting slapped, 
after she's going home, she's going back to work, right? And then she's like, "You're the boss is like, you're going to pay for all this damage. Oh, what about my friend's dying blood? Why I ought to? He, le- he fucking rears Everyone, back everyone. Does this like Sean Connery land? Is the, Sometimes you have to smack your employees around, right? So, like, it's what's going on over here. Then she finds out she's like a fucking incest baby. That moment, it just floored me. And go, she goes, if only, if only dad was here. And the mom goes, oh. go down to the study. And she goes, no, grandpa's only in the study. Exactly, he's down in the study. Your, your grandfather is your father. Bum, bum, bum. Ah. And how does grandpa feel about it? Oh, well, you know. I did what I, I had to do. I didn't try to hurt her at all. I didn't want to cause her any pain whatsoever. I made sure she was drunk at the time. All of the rationale and him trying to, ex- and it's extended. This movie is he, only like 90 minutes right? long. Yeah. It's way more about Nazis and incest cults versus elves. The elf is just the periphery killer that the Nazis yeah. kill more people than the elves. The elf's probably looking down on them going, really guys? Like, uh, this is, this this is, is my life? Angry? Yeah. Oh. I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me? I got to do this. So then there's then a moment <laughs> where the elf, and this is where the bug came in mm-hmm. when we thought maybe he was trying to be tender and sharing. Well, the so well before that, okay, not a beef, but oh, no, if, if you're gonna kill a cat and you get your comeuppance, oh yeah, my mom, it mom. better be great. And this yeah. one kind of left me lacking. Don't get me wrong, I'm glad that the girl got off, the woman got off, but like, well, and she's been in a lot of like Skinamax shit, so like. I guess a full frontal death scene is no big. Well, that no, that was a body double actually. Was it? It was because when you got an up close shot of the the main actor, she was actually covered. the The camera went down a little too much. Not that I'm a pervert or anything, but uh, but just like an electrocution does not equal like being hit by an ASPCA van. Or <laughs> I would have liked the elf to like mangle her to death or something. Let's something okay. A bit let's, more painful. You needed more. But let's yeah. be fair that it's not like it's a short electrocution like. Props to whoever made that radio because that thing is still sparking like three to five minutes later when Grizzly Adams and clan comes comes up and looks into the room. It's all time. Is my like, mom going to be okay? She'll be fine. She'll, She'll be, be fine. fine. She'll be fine. Go downstairs. Go downstairs. And then one of my favorite lines that got a chuckle from all you guys is when they go back downstairs and they've got the Nazis back in the house and everything. And oh, little, are we going to be all little, right? No, Billy. Gramps is a Nazi. That killed that killed but i'll even talk about a moment before she got shocked when she's breaking out the lipstick and we're like oh, uh-oh oh, well, and she goes she goes uh, uh genius's favorite character actor from blood rage oh, full louise lancer lasser louise lasser and, and, and it and goes blood a little rage. house lannister as we mentioned as well there's yeah. a lot but of she, overlap one of the nazis walks in and this cracked me up one of the nazis walks in because he's thinking his plan is working so he just walks in and goes hi hitler just walk hi, in hitler. like the hi, happiest hitler. nazi hi hitler the hi, most hitler. casual goose stepping you'll ever see <laughs> right? it was ridiculous and then dan, dan stevens fucking <laughs> chris lee adams comes out from behind him and just starts fucking him up dan haggerty's like raw right but dan haggerty still gets taken on because one of the nazis is like matthias hughes or something because <laughs> he's a big nazi he was big dude in that like you said they looked like a nazi nesting doll the way they were sequenced <laughs> out and walking boop, around boop, boop. 
<laughs> it was like little Nazi, meteor size. <laughs> 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 it. Listen, we were cackling throughout. Yeah. We were legitimately reacting, reacting, and this is one of those films. I think and you were even, disturbed. Oh, I again. You probably saw my hands were up. Like again, when we were watching uh, Food of the Gods, not yeah. And I that moment. That's when I'm doing this. Yeah. That means I'm having a moment. You know, I'm like, are we all seeing this? Am the I really elf with the gun and like, like the elf did. Yeah, yeah, the elf with the an elf with the, with the, the gun. Well, even pop, shit. pop, pop. Dan Haggerty's tor- uh, turquoise ring, like straight out of like Lee Van Cleef's accessories. Yep. Incredible. There's a scene where Dan Haggerty, of course, he's trying to get the cigarette lighter to work. He's trying, to, he's, trying, he's trying his car, trying to get the cigarette lighter to work, and it won't go in. So it's, ah, he hits it, and this cartoon looking fucking bomb, like someone just strapped a whole bunch of toilet paper roll with duct tape and stuff comes out. Shock didn't say Acme on the side. And he goes, yeah. ah! He runs out. Boom. Car blows up. A Nazi comes out to look at his handiwork, who looks like if Clint Howard got Cronenberg with Charlie Day. Don't fuck with this man. I mean, Freddy's going to be fucking blasted everywhere. Right? So, like, he comes out and he goes, who sent you? And he's, he's got the Nazi on the ground. He starts punching him in the face. Who sent you? Psh, what do you know? Psh, how many teeth do you have? Psh, how many teeth do you want to have? Psh, what's going on with this elf? Psh, tell me what you know. Psh, where's she at? Psh. We're like, God damn, give him a chance to answer. He can't talk. <laughs> Which a, question do you want first? No, nah, no, nah, it's a Nazi. Let him keep yeah. and we, and you, you can't you Exactly. Can't, you can't tell because he's not letting him answer and everything's dark. <laughs> so either the man just dies from blood force trauma from Dan Haggerty or he takes, or, a, or he takes a cyanide capsule because <laughs> he just starts foaming at the mouth. <laughs> but the great thing about the car exploding is that that's the film's plot device for why Dan Haggerty doesn't smoke the rest of the movie because he had his he was trying to light the cigarette <laughs> and he had his carton of camels. And then it's literally up in flames, so he's not able to to smoke the rest of the was, film. It was genuinely weird to see him without a cigarette throughout see, the rest of the movie. Now, I know probably people would have been like, oh, that, movie, that scene should have been cut in editing. But if I was making this movie, I would have a scene where he's like, oh, we got to save Caitlin or Christian or whatever the fuck her name is, C. We got to save the answer to C out there. But first, and then you just see him like boop, cuts to a grocery store, and he's behind some old lady counting pennies. And he's like, "Come on, what the if he world, just the hit world the? Gonna save herself? What if he just hit the glove box in the Nazi's car, and a pack fell out? <laughs> That's what, well, and this, he's like, ah, oh, thank goodness the Nazis are something no, good for one I, thing. I only smoke American. The the problem is the fact that his dependence on said cigarettes. We were deprived a buddy something kind of film yeah. with him and Tom Atkins as Do- uh, Doctor Dan from Halloween mm-hmm. Three. Between the drinking, the debauchery, and the smoking, you could smell those guys a mile yes. away. <laughs> but you cannot tell me they would not play well together like that. Well, and I mean, and they're both probably not above eating floor donuts. Because she drops oh, that, that tray full of donuts, funk, right on the floor of I, a department store, picks them back up, puts them back on the tray. I'm hungry. Well, let's go eat some donuts. Floor donuts. I, listen, listen. The Nazi was, was dismayed because, you know, he wanted one of those. I, and listen, I, be it the first person to cast a stone, I've had floor donut before. I've I had f- food cuisine before. Let's let's face it. I got too much hair here on the floor now to do that anymore. Like the, with fun, the cats. Yeah, with the cats. They cut the, back they, on that. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Now I between the reveals that we get, 
the fact that we're hoping that she, you know, Kirsten, Kristen, part C, fends off the elf because of what is supposed to happen. Yeah. I was definitely... Everything was... I. I I assumed the worst. Basically, I was like, at this point, the way this movie is gone, are we going to eventually see that kind of corporation of said mm, things? The consummation Cause, of because we already have is her name Kirsten or Kirsten. The answer is C, mm-hmm. both. Her brother, which is another thing. So we already oh, know yeah. that this incest family, right? Was he a was the then all of a sudden the brother comes out and the brother, his, and for half the movie they called him Billy. I swear. And then they the said other, Willie, then too. Then they started calling him Willie. Yeah. And he's in, labeled in the credits Willie. So is his answer A, Billy, C, or B, Willie, or C, both. Boom, C. Both. I mean, then, yeah, it could both be, if it's if his name is William, he'd probably go with Willie or Billy. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, to, it was just confusing. Do you think there's that kind of nuance in this script? Yeah. Again, listen, I legit love do this you, film. Do you, do you think that there was an end script? There were three writers on it. Three editors as well. So when I think that was one of those uh-oh moments. Yeah, <laughs> we were, were editing three movies together. And then we had the grandfather. So it was the grandfather, the A, the grandfather, B, the father, C, probably both. <laughs> Boop, C, probably both. So this is the I'm summer school equivalent grandpa. of C, C, mm-hmm. C, C. I'm exactly. So it's like, how are we going to do So, I mean, even the origin. Do you want this one? Do you want this origin where it's they came off of Noah's Ark? Do you want this origin? Then they're the Nazi experiments. Or maybe, boop, C, they're both. Right? Because even like, well, God. Green creation. How do we kill the Nazis? Or how do we kill the Nazi elf? Do we need to a uh, somehow only the magical one needs to kill it? Will Dan Haggerty save the day, or will be like the, a the magical dagger come into play? The elf stone, or will C all of that kind of like be null and void at the end? Boop, C all of the above, and so it's like, what is going on with this movie? It's like it was a wonderful mess of like. Just what the fuckery. Well, and it's the kind of what the fuckery that could only exist in the 1980s, mm-hmm. but it also because it is in the 1980s, consider this year uh, another time. Another place. Warning, as we got a few cleverly plussed F-bombs. Okay, so and now. And well, well, argument. So at the very <laughs> argument. At, at, the, at the very end. Point of order. At the very end when Point she's going to kill, when she's going to kill the Nazis, she, or the Nazi elf at the very end, she's got the elf stone and she's going to stab it after this weird mating ritual that happened with the may offer you a bug in these trying times before we bang right so she's like die you something uh, motherfucker or something she's about to stab she says either Hold on, yeah I, uh, i'll pull up on the uh, a the... uh what, what did you say no no we're, we're gonna bleep you because you're not gonna say oh the no word. we won't say no, it. i'm not we gonna say, say it. it a a a i thought was die god damn it mm-hmm and I thought she said, B, die, you little F word. And so, or could it be C, maybe both? And I, listen, IMDb is not the place to go to verify this kind of stuff. Yeah. However, I'm just going to say in the quotes section, there's a little uh, thing that says, uh, Kirsten crawls near the elf and stabs the ground from which it was born. Die, you little F word. Again, possibly the baggage we bring. But we yeah. also had another casual F word drop With the in the movie, team. too. Yeah, yeah. But we also, I, I, w- I want to give us, you know, some due credit that we tried to oh, do as best we could by, shnikes, you by, guys. by listening. Yeah, by listening Every. to it like four or five different times, we went through YouTube to find Scoured like it. the different 
uh, people who had uploaded the movie mm-hmm. uh, on several of them, I put on the auto automated uh, auto generated captions. Uh, captions on three of the four copies that I found. It didn't have anything. It just had music in brackets, mm. and you can try to figure out what she's saying. The last one, it said music, and then it just said wow <laughs> wow whether that's a reaction of what they what, heard or what they even, saw yeah if it was maybe youtube heard something and they're like wow i can't believe <laughs> we the movie went woo. there yana we represent the youtube algorithm <laughs> that is to say we went back and forth on this one because yeah. it's it, it's good and that's where we get the extended and ken russell version of the elf <laughs> of the elf like vision yeah. when we get really weird there's a lot of elf vision and the weird thing is we see the elf and elf vision too which is i'm like and and so so many questions like how is the how are we seeing the elf and elf vision mm-hmm. was where it, was, the, was something was it just like an explosion destroying future elves in like the space-time continuum were they, they being sucked, sucked into, into the hole yeah, i don't know that's weird that was weird that. what's up with billy willie is is billy willie is he of natural descent or is he another nazi experiment because he's pervy and creepy um whatever happened to dan haggerty because we really don't see him die off screen yeah because in this world apparently nazis can get shot six seven eight times i shot him six times before <laughs> he actually goes down and dan haggerty never got shot he just got no, he got shot. I think he got the, shot, but I you don't know chussel. where. It's I, the chest. Well, chussel. I was going to say, I think there's a chance that he was shot in the chest, and the chest slowed it down, but then all the, the caked on tar and his lungs <laughs> slowed it from actually penetrating and going right? through. Because you see him like holding his chest when he's like, oh, I'll be fine. Go go take this to your sister. And the kid's like, yeah, I fucking came in here for that. It's, yeah. like, it's like, right? Isn't that, that's what I came here for. But it's like at the end of Constantine when like the devil takes all the goo out of his lungs that's just leaking out of dead agony. Well, technically, <laughs> that that comes from, from Greg's last hands up in a clawed motion with the very last shot of the movie. And I legit love when we can like have an ending shot of a film where we're just on a specific image and we just stay with it the image itself (laughs) did indeed establish that final what in the world are we watching because i had assumed the consummation the copulation whatever you want to say we didn't see anything really happen because he was just like (laughs) i don't know the physiology of an um, elf, elf, right? I don't necessarily how they achieve whatever it is. You, you didn't study elf anatomy in college? I got a D in it, man. I, I got enough just to you know, pass it on my uh, my thing. It was no. too. All your study notes were too dark, so you couldn't read it. <laughs> I, I went. I didn't take the elf course. I studied in trolling. <laughs> but we are left with what we have to is, and this is another weird connection with the inside, the womb cam. <laughs> We yeah, get we get a womb cam. We get a womb cam of what we have to assume is the Antichrist. Of like the weird elf, apparently master race Antichrist elf I don't homunculus. Know. It's because the elf weird. the whole time. I bet it's Gary Busey. It's very gate esque. Because the very gate esque. Gary Busey, the elf, the the elf of the Gary Busey hey, homunculus. Hey, hey guys, I'm the Antichrist. Hey, get it, Merry Christmas, everybody. I'm in, I'm gonna rock a Santa Claus hat for one thing because I'm elf. Because apparently all the diddling has to happen on Christmas Eve, so he's born on Christmas Day. Oh, it's God damn. And, and also, I will say this. It's at one snowing. Point, what day is it, sir? Why, it's Christmas Day. <laughs> Why, it's Christmas Day. Go buy the fattest elf you can find. Ha, bites down on the coin. 
at one point, and I've done this when I'm having a good experience. I at Food of the Gods, not you. <laughs> at one point, I whispered, "You was like, good job, Jay." <laughs> at one point, I whispered to Adrian, "I was like, thank you for this," because as befuddled as I was, like fucking befuddled, like Bronson throughout this film, I had fun. I had fun experiencing it with you guys. I had fun watching it as a first time viewing with you, and then yeah. you in the background, just like, yeah, come on. Because there's <laughs> been a number of movies that I've experienced with you, Adrian, where I know you have taken in the peripheral viewing experience. Of, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. I want to see how you react. Oh yeah, to this stuff. And this is a movie that's going to inspire reactions. Yes. At its worst. It's going to inspire reaction. At its best, it'll inspire a walkout or two, possibly. In fact, we saw it inspire a walkout. That's to me. But not for the reasons you'd expect. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was funny because, like, it got me back because I was like, okay, 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 okay. It's it's only a movie. Keep repeating to yourself. right? But, like, at the same time, it was just kind of funny where it's just like, what is happening? So she's an incest baby. There's Nazi elves. Like, mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. All, this, all, this, all is this is true. This is all the above. It's, it's, listen, it's why, again, 400 some odd episodes into this, ep- this podcast, mm-hmm. I'm glad that there are still movies that can inspire that level of lunacy within me where I'm questioning how did, I don't want to, for another podcast but how did this get made yeah. what were they thinking when they put all of these things together the writing hey the check editing. out this script i don't need a script just tell me where i do and give me a pack of smokes i bet you he was paying camels he was paying <laughs> camel <laughs> cash that's <laughs> what actually stopped the bullet he actually yeah. had it accumulated in his front pocket his emergency chaw just he's kind of well, i was gonna i was gonna say I, I know we mentioned uh mst3k earlier so the the answer can be be found in uh in the hobgoblins episode when when they're all all dancing and you hear the the guys in the audience go, it's the eighties. Do a lot of coke and vote for Ronald Reagan, which fits this movie because yeah. there there's coke. Coke was probably done in the script. Uh, they the shootout that we have in the department store is by the section that has a neon sign that says guns. That also the has a little gift sign. for mom. Yes. That has a that has a whole bunch of. Of small little rifles sticking out where it says "perfect gift for mom." It's so bizarre. Pistol packing mama. It, it it's everything I want to enjoy an absurdly weird kind of film. Like you said, genius said it at the very beginning. This is definitely not a well shot film. Mm-hmm. Not well edited. It's dark. It's, it's hard it's to see. Bizarre. Music is weird. The 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 themes are weird. But it's but all it's of those fun. things, those components coming together. Yeah. Where the dish is go, you go. Oh, it's quirky. It's not going to be for everyone. Yeah. yeah. But for those that it works for, you're going to have a good time. But especially, go, no, well, I'd have a lot more better time. I think I'm going to watch it again. But when I see what's going to come, I'm going to get up and leave. And then I'll come back forward. I'm like, okay, cool. We're, we're so, like, that. yeah. It's, it's the, it's Be the, prepared. <laughs> it's the definition of a, of a secret handshake film, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. There, there's people that if, you, if you're in a conversation and you bring up elves or they bring up elves and you have somebody else that locks eyes and they're like, I know what you're talking about. Then, then you know that that you've got somebody that you you can connect with on that level. That it's a secret. Yeah, yeah. Everybody talks about you know all these other holiday horror and holiday movies and stuff. But have you seen Elves? Well, and that's why I legit love doing the podcast <laughs> is to still be able to experience those films. Yeah, the movie was wild. The movie was beyond Fucking wild. Nazi incest, cat killing, fan. the fa- the family drama was the hardcore shit. Like the elf was just again. 
just kind of like hanging out like hey i'm just gonna watch all this and probably my creep judging camp. all of all of them like yeah. i'm like this is the family i'm marrying or maybe you i know, should bring every, the, the apocalypse down <laughs> everybody deserves a culling well we haven't gotten a boutique blu-ray release of this we haven't gotten at least even a bare bones dvd release of this i think in the day and age we live in i would not be shocked if we do and see this finally make its way out there oh i'm sure but where would they even begin to find a, a good copy that's not as dark yeah, it should be also the YouTube version we had. Not only was dark, there were various uh, tracking, tracking things yeah. from the but VHS copy that was they, uploaded. Uh, there's got see any time that you think that there's not something out there that they're able to find it somehow. No. I, know, I know there's plenty of stuff that's been you know lost to the ages, but you think about the the weird stories of of people finding in a broom closet, mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. In, a, in a boiler room, in an attic. You know, there's there's a chance. Give it time. Exactly. Give it time. Give it time. So uh, where can our listeners give their time to you there, Adrian, if they would like to read a few of your things? Uh, yeah, easily go to uh, uh, the Um That's where you're going to be able to find uh, lots of my reviews and stuff. Uh, November was a pretty packed month because there was one week where I had three that, that came out right away. That was uh, the most recent Hunger Games movie. Um uh, Thanksgiving, I did one for. I just did one for um, the Sacrifice Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen, Wexler's Jen Wexler's new movie I for, for Shutter. Watching that this evening. Huh? it's 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 a lot of fun. There's a, a couple weird choices that are in it that it seems like it's more acting um, choices than like mm-hmm. issues in like the script or anything like that. But it's 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 fun. The the blood's kept practical, and so cool. you're like, yeah. So anytime you do have well, blood, you're like, oh, thank thank God they went for this. Um, and then I've got one that's going to be it's weird. Some of these like big theatrical movies that are like we're holding the embargo until like a week before the movie comes out. But we're going to show it to you three weeks before. So like the new <laughs> George Clooney movie, uh, I'll have a review coming up for um, it's a dad movie. No. I don't mean that in a bad way, I don't know. but it's uh, the boys in the boat. It's a movie uh, about a rowing team in, in 1936. So it definitely has that chariots of fire miracle mm-hmm. um, type thing, which funnily, the reason I mentioned that is it ties back into uh, to this because the majority of the movie is good and mm. solidly done. He doesn't do anything pretentious. And then the third <laughs> act, they're like, hey, re- remember that it's 1936. Remember how we we're going to the Olympics in this? Oh, okay. Re- re- remember that there's Nazi there. You you guys know that Nazis are bad, right? You know that, that Hitler guy is bad and you're like, no, we get it. Why do you keep? Oh, look, there, there's the Hitler guy. We don't like him. And you're uh, like, why are you? He's trying to make those elves all over the place and stuff. <laughs> but that, like, it, it, threw, it, it threw, that was the only thing that threw me off. I'm like, no, I, I want to focus on the race and these people. And they're like, oh, the master race guy. He's yeah. he's over here. And you're like, okay, just tone it, tone it down a little bit, and, George. You and, did you did good. And just remember, when you're on the show, you call him proper. Handsome actor George Clooney. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Mr. Nespresso George Clooney. Okay, that's fair. And along with his buddy Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, that's we'll definitely. And I will just say this: uh, I caught Thanksgiving with Adrian. Yeah. Very memorable screening, if anything, <laughs> for our immediate surrounding. But sincerely, man, we always appreciate you being able to come well, on the show, you. have you down here, and more than anything. Introduce films like this to uh, us and hopefully a few of our listeners out there. I'm sorry, genius. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There, there it is. Genius, there genius. It's not your fault. It's Come on, man. Fault. <laughs> now, that being said, uh, we've got. Cat said no! 
it'll get better genius we swear <laughs> time to break out the therapist couch uh but i know next week uh we're gonna be closing out our look into holiday horrors by going a little outside of horror but definitely in the genre oh yeah it's gonna and get then strange we'll be closing out uh 2023 with our best of mm-hmm. so until that time this is greg d i'm genius mcgee and we'll see you in your dreams we are santa's elves we are santa's elves Watch out for the incest shit, cause we are fantastic.